0: no we can just do it like this so thank you again for tuning in again or for the first time um we are still way ahead in terms of our recording um versus the way you're hearing this so we have done like 13 episodes right now but we just had no idea that anybody would ever actually listen to these so i just want to say thank you for listening Definitely um, give us some feedback on iTunes. If it's going to be positive, it's going to be negative. Send it to us at StephenDestroyPodcast at gmail.com. And um, did I already say the Patreon? No. So there's a Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Um, Marcelo is very good to us. He's very good to me. He um, let me create, basically just create an internship to have so I could graduate college. (laughs) So um, I basically need you guys to pay him back for me through that Patreon. Yeah. Um he deserves it. Give yeah. the man your money. Yeah. <clears throat> For sure. And and just the whole talk film society family. Dylan, what's your favorite podcast on the Talk Film Society uh, network? You know what, man? Probably Stephen Destroy. <laughs> 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 All right, well enjoy the episode, guys. Thank you. Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared.
1: Living. I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday.
0: Welcome back to Steven Destroy, the podcast where we're watching every Steven Seagal movie, so you don't have to. This week we're talking about Hard to Kill following up from last week's Above the Law. Uh, just because it's still pretty early on in the show. I just want to run through the basic concept. We're going to watch every single movie in Steven Seagal's filmography that he appears in. Uh, Things he just produced are not relevant, and uh, some documentary he narrated also not relevant. But everything else we've got, last week I brought up we had an issue with uh, the South Korean movie Clementine, and I'm pleased to announce that I, uh, through some black market channels... We got Clementine. There is (laughs) (laughs) now not a single Steven movie that is safe or more accurately that we are safe from.
1: Yeah. Nothing getting by us.
0: (sighs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you have any, well, actually let's uh, introduce ourselves. I am James Barrett and uh, I am Dylan Jones. Great. Yeah perfect yeah. smooth sailing from here yeah no pickups um, from here on did you want to is there anything about above the law or last week that you wanted to kind of look back on or you want to you want to just you know blast straight forward
1: well um you know there are parts of hard to kill that and i think i might have kind of alluded to this last episode where i might not have realized just how good we had it <laughs> <laughs> and so I just want to, <laughs> I just want to reminisce on a simpler time. Uh, I,
0: I just got to say, I'm very glad to hear you say that. I was very worried that we were going to get here and you were going to be a big, hard to kill head. And I wasn't really sure how I was going to deal with that. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm very relieved. I was <laughs> surprised because I think we probably said it last week, but I was under the impression if there were any movies we were going to genuinely enjoy that they were going to be hard to kill in Under Siege. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's not looking so hot for Under Siege now.
1: Yeah, I'm still holding out hope on Under Siege. Um and uh you know, there's a, there's a real glutton for punishment inside of me that really that is, is thinking, like, well, maybe one of the directed DVD ones will just be a misunderstood masterpiece. Um, but uh, really, Under Siege is our only, our only hope at this point.
0: Pretty much. There's a couple movies in there we have where he's, like, not a lead, he's barely in them, and maybe those will just be nice little breaks. But yeah. for the most part, I, I don't think that we're going to get a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of breaks.
1: Yeah, no, but, I, I barely even considered Machete to be part of this. I consider that like our off week. It's like yeah. Machete Week's like a different thing. <laughs> it's a different I, podcast almost.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you, Hard to Kill was such a, uh, a disappointment to me. Yeah, <laughs> that it's made me now concerned that I'm going to go into Machete Machete's not going to hold up yeah. I was so disappointed by Heart to Kill <laughs> it, it just ruined everything for me <laughs> I, I really thought that I was like if this is going to be as good as it can yeah um. alright uh, did you hear that? yes okay well that means it's time for our new segment <laughs> uh <laughs> that I accidentally started playing the theme song for too early. But okay, clearly, great. it's a sign. It's time for a new segment. Uh, uh, I'm going to do a little lead-in since this is the premiere of this segment. Sure. Yeah. I have really... Because not only are we going to be watching every Steven movie and judging what his final you know prison sentence should be in addition to the life sentence he already deserves, I think uh, part of this is also trying to figure out why uh steven seagal is a name anybody knows uh try and kind of crack that nut solve the mystery of why steven matters to anybody at all yeah uh
1: which yeah i'll say from watching these first couple of movies like these are not these are not particularly quality action films um and this is a man who's going to host saturday night live within the within the year of uh, 1990 to 1991, right? So mm-hmm. um, so I am, yeah, I, I, this, this, uh, this sounds great because I am so far very, very, very perplexed as to how he is such a big deal in the early 90s.
0: Well, I don't think that I'm going to be solving really any big <laughs> mysteries, but okay. I'm, I, I am going to be able to give us a little bit of a dive into the mind of the seagull heads, Okay, uh, the Steve Brains, yeah. And uh, we're going to have a little visit from Steven's Forum, friends. Stephen's Forum. Friends. That's right. It's Steven's Forum Friends. So uh, I th- this uh, last week was our inaugural episode, but it was also our Easter special. And this week is is uh, April nineteenth, so it's kind of our four hundred and twenty special. Of course. And I w- was going to do a different segment, uh, Steven's four hundred and twenty watch. Where I talked about uh, any sort of anything I could find, basically involving Steven Seagal and smoking weed, mm. and uh, let me tell you, I found nothing. Oh, of course, this is a nothing. pure man here. <laughs> Except, I did find a post on uh, Steven-Seagal.net, the unofficial Steven Seagal fan forum. Oh, uh, where they were talking about who they smoked, and it led me into the uh, the deep dive into the Steven Seagal fan forum, Steven-Seagal.net. And uh, (laughs) let me tell you, these people are fucking nuts. Uh, So on Steven's forum friends, we're going to take a dive into one of the many, uh, you know, forum threads on there and see what we can glean about the fans of Steven. Because I think that's going to, you know, show us as much about (coughs) him as we can. The people who like him and kind of how that reflects on him. Yeah. All right. So. I picked a a, a kind of good one, I think, to show both <laughs> what's going on on that website and, and kind of give us a, a little bit of a, a first gleam at how these people approach Steven Seagal. So this was a post called, if you had to describe Steven Seagal in one word, what would it be? Mm. And there there were 1,059 replies. Oh I, I did not go through all of these. Um, <laughs> probably saw maybe at most 200. So there's... A lot and maybe we'll be diving back more into this in the future But i just picked some good ones and i'm just gonna kind of i'm just gonna run through them okay all right if you had to describe steven seagal in one word what would it be some uh responses included yummy oh magnificent okay ambidextrous (laughs) dynamic dynamic sure come to mama big boy (laughs) Oh, well, that's that's just multiple words. That's oh yeah. There's a lot of those. Yeah, uh, tantalizing,
1: tantalizing. That's. I mean, phew, okay,
0: charisma. I'm gonna, to I'm gonna have to yeah, disagree. I'm gonna have to disagree on that one. Not true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's one that I think I would agree with. Uh-huh. Large. Y-
1: yeah. Well, we aren't at large, Steve yet.
0: I guess that's true, but this is just in general. I mean, Yeah, but there's
1: certainly a part of the timeline in which I think that that's one of the first words that would come to anybody's mind watching action hero Steven Seagal is large. This
0: post uh, was from 2005, uh, but I would like to add that Steven Seagal net is still in action. There's a uh, COVID-19 thread on there. I did not click because I'm sure it would have just made me mad, (laughs) but... Uh, it's it's still in action. There are still Steve heads, you know, going online talking about their big boy. Uh, and I'm not done. I still got I got a couple more. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, Silky. Silky. A hunk 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 of burning love. Ooh, yeah. Mojo.
1: I disagree again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A- action packed, awesome. <sighs> And uh, they, they typed it all leading together, so it appears as one word.
1: Oh, I see. That's, that's kind of cheating, but all right.
0: Yeah. Well, at least they did that. The other ones that were multiple words, are just they just typed out the phrases. It's blatantly not following the rules. Yeah. Russian. Unbreakable. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one that I, I really like, and it kind of opened my eyes, and I, I think maybe we should dig into this more. Alien.
1: I'm almost speechless. Um, yeah. Um, alien, alien. not of this world. It kind Um, of
0: makes sense.
1: Yeah, I suppose it it does. Um, uh, I I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, and I think this is something that's going to kind of involuntarily come to my, my head a few times is that Steven Seagal truly is like a, he's unlike any other human being I've ever, uh, laid eyes on. Mm Um, um, it, it, it's you know it, it's uh <laughs> it's almost like Tommy Wiseau or something like there's nobody else that I've ever seen be like Steven Seagal uh so yeah I, I mean I'm fine with alien like I I I'm I think he's uh like a, a being from outer space trying to like emulate a human being or something
0: yeah I I get those vibes yeah I uh I liked it also because these are the people who are batshit <laughs> obsessed with him right and regard him as some sort of alien figure mm-hmm. their alien isn't the same way we see him as alien There's sure. just the exact opposite this man is too powerful to be a human i guess
1: <laughs> he's out of this world
0: i got two more and then okay we're gonna have to close the segment sure uh bad medicine
1: bad medicine um now uh steve heads listening to the chat uh listening to the podcast may uh uh, scold me for this one but is bad medicine the name of any of the movies that we're going to watch or uh...
0: I don't believe so. Okay. I I, I <laughs> am not 100% familiar, sure. but I have had to go through this giant list several times to make sure, you know, that we're going to be able to get them and I do not think that that is one.
1: Okay. All
0: I, right. I think it's uh, a reference to the song perhaps. Oh, sure. Uh, that's what I took it as, but I I got to tell you, the the forums insane. Uh, There's some sort of fight that was going on, but I couldn't pinpoint what it was about. Uh, But it seemed like there were people who were doing that thing where they were using multiple words, and some people would be, like, teasing them about it, and then other people wouldn't know if they were being sarcastic or not, and they would get upset. I couldn't really follow it, uh, but the Steve heads are nuts. And then the last one I think really just sums it all up. Strange, multicolored big guy. (laughs)
1: Uh yeah, uh, condenses him down to a to a T right there. Yeah, and um, that
0: is Steven's form. Friends.
1: Uh, so, did you find that there was in the two hundred or so that that you that you got? Uh, <laughs> got did you find that there was a lot of overlap in words? Did a lot of people kind of go with the same ones, or
0: they they definitely tried to do different words, but there were a lot of like the basic idea was the same. I put large, but I saw a lot of like big. <laughs> Sure. They'd be large and they'd be big and they'd be huge. Um, the, perhaps the most overwhelming uh, majority of them were uh, just incredibly horny. Um, right. A, a lot of people who were just like uh, desperately horny for Steven Seagal, their responses were like, based on the dream I had last night, uh. um, or like Yeah. <laughs> uh. It wouldn't be polite for me to say. Oh, it was uh, pretty distressing. I tried to include as a uh, few gross ones as possible, sure, unless they were too silly for me to <laughs> and avoid, like come to mama, big boy. I could <laughs> yeah. not. not yeah, you to know
1: mama, that's. Yeah, I mean you're you're a human being. You can't. Uh, you, you can't turn that down. Um, yeah, I mean I I don't know what the 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 chart or what the graph is called. Right, where like it's like a word. Cluster and like the the most popular words are the biggest one, but I'd I'd like mm-hmm. to see like what the what the most popular word choices were here on the words to describe Steven Seagal. Um, That's
0: probably not something that I will do. <laughs> there are over a yeah. thousand replies.
1: Well, I'm sure one of our dedicated listeners can help us out with that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but um, but I do think that this uh, this kind of begs the question. This requires the question, James, of. What What's your one word? What's your one word that you would use to describe Steven Seagal?
0: <sighs> I should have been prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I even thought about, you know, oh, I should probably have us answer that. But yet I never thought of what my answer would be. <laughs> yeah. But I think I'm going to go with um, evil.
1: Evil? I was, evil? I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with unnerving.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think that's good. It's a little bit more subtle. Yeah, still very true.
1: Yeah, it's what I feel the most watching him on screen,
0: and based on some of these responses, I kind of feel like even the Steve heads would agree. Yeah, I think they like that he's unnerving.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe. I mean maybe they kind of react to, to fear and anxiety a little differently than we do. Maybe it. Maybe they feel themselves getting closer to Stephen through this, but uh, I I can I can tell you, uh, from the film that we watched this week. Uh, <laughs> that I'm feeling quite the opposite.
0: So uh, I, I actually, yeah, I would. I want to just get right into that. Let's yeah. dig into Hard to Kill. Yeah. Hard to Kill is from 1990, and it was directed by some dude whose name meant nothing to me, Bruce Malmuth. Mm-hmm. I looked him up. His, you know, his filmography is nothing. Uh, this is probably the most noteworthy thing that he's been involved with. Um, and, yeah, I really felt while i was watching this it kind of made me realize that steve is less of like a fun action hero force and i know i made this comparison last week but he's kind of more of like a jason Voorhees slasher <laughs> villain kind of force
1: yeah yeah uh. yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I don't ever feel like safe with steven mm-hmm. seagal on the screen like he doesn't feel like i don't know i feel like it, it, you're watching like a great like cop movie or something like that it's like you you want to you want to like root for the character and like the character's supposed to stand for for good or or something like that and like i don't know like steven seagal never feels i mean we know too much like maybe maybe it's hard to like <laughs> see this film in the context of the 90s but i don't, I don't know, know if it is man like it's a very specific feeling when steven seagal on screen the Seagal's end of this
0: screen. movie and I'm you know, getting ahead of ourselves, but whatever the end of this movie, he's like stalking around this guy's house (laughs) looking for him. And there's no tension in terms of like, is our hero, Steven Seagal, ostensibly going to succeed. The tension is like, what is Steven going to do to this guy?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and there is, uh, I don't know if we should get too into detail, but there's a scene where he's like stalking this guy behind the staircase and like, um, it looks like a scene from like a fucking Halloween movie or something mm-hmm. like like you can see Michael Myers like see the victim coming and he you see him dive into the bushes and the whole thing like it it's the exact same like setup <laughs> Steven and he, he's Seagal. like
0: taunting the guys one of the uh again at the end in this mansion one of the bad guys goes to the bathroom and he wrote in like lipstick or something oh my and god he, on the on the toilet seat he writes anticipation of death is worse than death itself
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah it was and, and oh the, my god
0: the, yeah it kind of like it, it calls back to like uh, like Die Hard stuff like that, where you know, like the action heroes are like taunting the bad guys. Uh, you got the where he writes the "Now I have a machine gun on a dead body" and Die Hard, but there's just something <laughs> playful about that. And like Bruce Willis is an underdog, and, and I don't know, it, it feels very different than Steven Seagal writing these like very apocalyptic <laughs> threats on <laughs> toilet seats, <laughs> and he's like stalking through the house, and there's not any real sense of threat. It's really just like what is Steven going to do to these guys? Cause the movie's gross enough up to that point where you expect it to be pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, since we're already just jumping around at the end, he pretends like he's going to shoot the bad guy in the balls with a shotgun yeah. and even fa- fires the gun. Yeah. And the audience is for a moment led to believe he did in fact just blast these, this dude in the junk. <laughs> and, and I, I bought it for, you know, completely. And, and, and the movie doesn't play it off as like, that is horrific yeah it's i guess supposed to be funny i don't know but he's not a an action hero figure he's a monster
1: he's he's a he's a maniac
0: he's a um a terrifying force
1: yeah and so well i suppose we can we can jump back a bit and get into get into the plot of uh of hard to kill mm-hmm. um so i guess here at the beginning we have of Steven Seagal in, in some sort of it's like a dock or something. You know, it's like a very like yeah, mafia, sure. like a very mafia movie type thing. It's like you know, dudes in suits and all the lights are out and they're discussing killing people and shit. And uh, and Steven Seagal is, is, is filming them. Um, and, and he's got
0: this whole setup. He's got like a little mixing board. Like, <laughs> yeah. looks like he's shooting a wedding.
1: Yeah, he's like EQing it and shit. He's he's, ha- he's having a great time out there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Edner and Steven Seagal. Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, as you might expect, the uh, the bad guys uh, notice that Steven Seagal is there, and uh, so sets into motion <clears throat> the uh, the events of uh, of Hard to Kill here. Um, a truly uh, upsetting Steven Seagal movie. Uh, So in the first scenes as well, this is one thing I want to make sure I don't forget about. This is two movies in a row now in which Steven Seagal has absolutely decimated a convenience store. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: true. That's very true. Yeah.
1: This is two times now that like some innocent convenience store owner has been absolutely decimated by by the wrath of Steven Seagal. <laughs> well, to be fair,
0: and the last thing I want to do is defend Steven. So, but to be fair, this is Steven's in the wrong place at the wrong time, kind of. This is true. Yeah, the, the, as opposed to in Above the Law, he intentionally brings these bad guys <laughs> into the convenience store to fight. Yeah. That said, so, though, yeah.
1: towards the end of the movie, there's a thing in, in, in Chinatown where they, they absolutely destroy this guy's... Uh, um, I don't know uh, what it is it's some yeah. sort of some sort of restaurant or or like meat, meat packing a food stand of some kind yeah and they just they, they just destroy the thing so Steven true. Steven made sure he was going to get in a destroyed uh convenience uh area of some kind in this movie
0: He's going to destroy somebody's <laughs> life <lively, laughs> yeah. make sure somebody can't pay their rent
1: Yeah Um there was a part in this in this convenience store scene that I audibly laughed at which was uh I I, I don't know maybe this was just me but the the, the store owner gets <laughs> gets shot into the uh <laughs> Into the, uh, into the, the shelves the racks behind, behind him, him. the rack yeah, yeah. behind him. And this shit explodes like there's fucking C4 on it or something, man. <laughs> like, and <laughs> I mean, Stephen, as we've, as we've established knows how C4 blows. So I suppose no, that he could, he, he could tell me specifically, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> this movie is, uh, is certainly over the top, I guess at times.
0: I... I I laughed definitely more than I did at Above the Law. Yeah. Um it's just genuinely bonkers. It, it it plays like a like a spoof half the time. Yeah. Um what I I I'm surprised that we have gone so far as the convenience store and no mention of the Academy Awards.
1: Okay. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was a big big thing in the first 10 minutes of this movie um this was hit over the head at every possible turn here
0: he like the first line of the movie i mean he's taping the guys on the docks or the alley or wherever they are yeah and they're talking but the first like real line certainly the first thing steven says is come on let's go guys i'm missing the oscars yeah and it sets off the rest of the you know the opening of this movie which all takes place on oscar night everybody's talking about the fucking Oscars.
1: <laughs> yeah. He goes to the convenience store. He's like, you're not watching the Oscars. And the guy's like, I don't need that shit. And, um, so I don't know. Uh, do, do you think Steven Seagal like thought he should have been up for an Oscar for above the law?
0: I, I have no idea. I mean, no, it seems pretty pro Oscars cause they're just talking about the Oscars the whole <laughs> beginning. Uh, that one time when he calls the police station, the guy in the police station's watching the Oscars. Um, after the guys come in to rob the convenience store and he, you know, busts their heads, the, uh, <laughs> another cop shows up and that cop says, like, looks like you won the Academy Award tonight, Steve. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's what, that's what kind of had me going. I like, I'm not sure if he was upset about above the law. I, I would have to assume not winning any Oscars. Um, or if, if they were really trying to bid really hard for, for this movie, uh, yeah, to I, get some Academy yeah, nods.
0: I guess I mean I I, that makes as much sense as anything else it's incredibly (laughs) bizarre and and one thing that was so wild to me is at the end of the movie or not the end of the movie the end of this opening he gets home and the Oscars are over and it's fine (laughs) the whole beginning of the movies he's like I've got to get home I got to see the Oscars (laughs) (laughs) and he forgets about him yeah, he gets home and they're over and it's just cool. Yeah. and it's not mentioned again. It, uh,
1: yeah, that's true. They make a whole big thing, thing about it, and and I mean, even even when the Oscars are over, of course, we have Johnny Carson on the on the TV talking about the Oscars and whatnot,
0: and letting us know they're over and he missed them.
1: And he missed them. Um,
0: maybe maybe Steven's betting on him. Maybe Steven got like <laughs> yeah, he's got money on the Twenty table. large, riding on Best Supporting Actress.
1: Yeah, um, but this, of course, all brings us to um what distracts steven from the oscars Ugh. and uh the thing that really makes me talk about how above the law was the simpler days mm-hmm. which was the first of these uh just awful awful sex scenes with steven seagal
0: yeah this one the first one's much worse yes um, it's I, much I longer it's <laughs> longer and uh, i don't even <laughs> <laughs> talk about it god well it, <sighs> So first thing he does is he gets home, uh, with his wife and they go into his son's room and he prays with his son. Right. Um, then immediately after helping his son say his prayers, he goes to fuck the shit out of his wife. Yeah, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) as you do. (sighs) Yeah. I, Oh God. It's not a full sex scene. And I guess that's a blessing. I guess. But at the same time, I don't really know how it could be that much worse. I mean, obviously, if I had to see Steve Thrust, it would probably have been pretty bad. Yeah. But, I mean, he puts his hands all over this woman. (laughs) And uh, they start uh, cross-editing it with uh, some men, presumably people who, you know, know that he videotaped this deal going down at the docks. start coming into his house and I was just, I was like, guys, please, you <laughs> please you guys got to get in there. You guys got to get in there. You got to stop this. Yeah. And well, and those dudes just take their time.
1: Yeah, they do. Well, I, and it's true. I was absolutely like rooting for the bad guys to get into mm-hmm. the bedroom because I was like, I need you guys to get up there as quickly as possible so I can see as little of this as I can.
0: I assumed that like a SWAT team found out what Steve was doing <laughs> and had just been called in to stop him. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was like, oh, fuck seagal's at it again and they had to go in there and they had to break it up because they knew it was going to be gross uh
1: yeah it's it's very um, very uh very uncomfortable um i want yeah. to spend as little time on it as possible uh so in a much more comfortable scene Stephen and his family are brutally murdered um, yeah, by, <laughs> yeah, by these uh, police uh, or not police officers um I think by they these. are police
0: officers. Well, that's true. Know. Some
1: of them might actually be there. Are, there's like some crooked cops and stuff. Once again, some crooked cops in this movie.
0: Oh, this is the exact same movie as Above the Law. Yeah. Except it's a little. It's much more simple. But it's basically the exact same movie. You even got a senator. They're yeah. even talking about the senator.
1: Yeah. At least this time we like know who the senator is and like. No, it's it's much what, simpler. Yeah, what his connection is, and this time the senator's the bad guy, uh, whereas last mm-hmm. time we were friends with the senator.
0: I I guess. We never Uh, really knew. That's
1: true. We knew he (laughs) he wasn't inherently as bad as as the other guys in that that movie. Yeah, he wasn't a threat. Yeah,
0: Um, he he wasn't on Steven's list. We go from Steven manhandling this poor woman to a small child (laughs) being chased down the hallway with shotguns, and I enjoyed watching the child being chased (laughs) with shotguns more. I was more just comfortable. It was much more like I was just watching a film uh than when i had to see steven Ugh. yeah oh, and, and another thing about
1: the i i know i didn't want to talk much about the sex scene but there there was one particular thing that uh was pretty funny in the build up to the sex scene mm, okay uh, okay which was his wife uh, was immediately turned on by steven walking into the home and yeah. as, as steven takes his his jacket off she notices that there's blood all over his shirt and steven says don't worry it's not mine, and she's like, "All right, chill, like no big deal. <laughs> like my husband's just come home with his shirt stained in another man 's blood that no no is- need to to talk too much about this. <laughs> that
0: is a, probably a nightly occurrence <laughs> for them. They have to have been you know they've been together long enough for you know that son's like four years old or so, and I'm sure in that four years she's pretty used to Stephen coming home, covered in blood. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's probably got like human tongues in his pockets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and and so I, I don't. I certainly don't want to spoil anything, but there are certainly a few times in this movie in relation to to Stephen uh, getting uh, intimate that uh, I, I wrote in my notes just simply like "fuck this," or <laughs> "this movie is gross," or "fuck this movie." <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to happen a few more times, folks, and we're sorry that we have to we have to bring it I to yeah. your attention.
0: Well, that's why we're watching them so you don't have to. Yeah,
1: luckily it's all in your imagination. We actually had to see it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's pretty unpleasant. Uh, Anyway. I took I took like specific notes. Every time, um, you know, his hand would go somewhere, I would like put it, I would be like, please. (laughs) Or like I would just type with a bunch of exclamation points. One thing I do have is that she plays with his ponytail. (laughs) His greasy Uh, fucking ponytail. And I was like, yeah, I, I fucking gagged. Ugh. Uh uh <laughs> And then, but the, thank God, like a godsend, these men come come in and just they fucking blast Steven apart. I think he gets shot three times, yeah they they blast him to pieces, they also blast his wife,
1: yeah. His and wife, it was uh, a much
0: more <laughs> It was a much more pleasant blasting than the one that Steven was about to give her. Oh man I, <laughs> oh, oh
1: man, yeah, time out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but wasn't it? <laughs> yes, I mean it's, it's probably undeniable. for both of them. Yeah, undeniable. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, so something I was gonna say is, um, I mean, I don't know. I I've been a while since maybe I've watched uh, like a mafia movie or like a like a corrupt uh, like organization movie or something like this. Like like I don't know, like Goodfellas or something like that. Like you know, or Scarface, but like really like you know, really, like, awful, like, corrupt, you know, uh, groups and things like that. But, yeah, no, I gotcha. Yeah, but, I like, gotcha. but I just mean that, like, with the, the, like, the swiftness, how quick they are to just immediately be like, let's take a shotgun to this eight, eight year old boy, <laughs> like was kind yeah. of jarring to me. I like, I don't know. Like I, I say, it's been a long time since so I've seen one of these movies. Cause like, I don't know if that's normal in these movies, <laughs> but like, man, they're quick. I feel like there's always one dude that's like, I don't know, man, we can't kill a kid. But like both of these guys immediately run after this, like eight year old kid. <laughs>
0: well, I think, I think the type of movie that you're like talking about it's is a good. real movie. Yeah, it's good. At or least even if yeah. it's not good, it like might, just try to do anything to raise questions to have there be a moment where there's a gray area in any character yeah but the movie's just like these are the bad guys and then these are the good guys the bad guys they're gonna you know shoot this kid with a shotgun uh and and the they chase the kid down the hallway and he climbs out a window and the rest of the movie you're told he's dead and the implication to me was that the window was so high He just climbed out and <laughs> oh, fell to his death Oh no oh, So no. for the rest of the movie Until it turns out his son's still alive I, I assumed that the movie Had it so the kid they were like well we can't have The kid get shot so let's just have him fall To his death off camera <laughs> Oh no <laughs> So uh, I, I, was, I was actually A little relieved I mean Obviously I was relieved that the child Is not dead sure uh, but I was Also equally surprised yeah, uh, I I I didn't I, I I didn't expect them to show any sort of like uh, I don't know sensitivity or decorum or just I don't know it was it's a very bleak movie that doesn't seem to realize it is yeah because it seems to just think it's a fun action movie
1: yeah uh so so after this happens uh well I I and I guess we should say um. <laughs> Another police officer gets uh, murdered by these by these uh,
0: these criminals. Yeah, um, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't I don't know matter at is. all. Yeah, we don't know who well, he is. I know, <laughs> I know him as the man who's watching the Oscars earlier. Yeah, um, and as that, we know,
1: Stephen loves the Oscars, and mm-hmm. so maybe that's maybe we're supposed to conclude that they were friends because they both love the Oscars so much.
0: Uh, well, he he's the guy <laughs> that Stephen calls to right. tell about. So we know that he's good. He's He was, like, yeah, he the was good one cop. cop on this entire force that isn't corrupt, except for the uh, uh, IAD guy, O'Malley, right. who we'll get to. We'll get to. Yeah. Uh, but they blast Stephen. Uh, this is also not only the gross act <laughs> scene, but it's also got the first gross act of violence when Stephen snaps this dude's wrist. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh
1: the and ending of the last yeah. movie, uh the ending of Above the Law was pretty gross and, and that, that that uh that violent uh grossness has has carried over into this movie.
0: Yeah, and that's also like the really just gross moments of that are in the climax. They're literally just the last act of violence in the entire movie when he kills the bad guy. Yeah. Whereas here it's, you know, just like one of the first things, first like fifteen minutes of the movie, he snaps this dude's wrist. Yeah. Um, uh, but they, they blast him so much that now Steven's in a coma and his family's dead. Yeah. And and they uh frame Steven, they put a bunch of cocaine in his house. Which made perfect sense to me, the idea that, that <laughs> the house would be full of cocaine. Yeah, honestly. But uh and then we're introduced to O'Malley, who's an internal affairs agent that doesn't believe Steven was crooked. And he thinks, you know, it was a hit on his life. So what he wants to do is hide Stephen away while he's in this coma, so none of the bad guys will find him and, you know, pull the plug on him. I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and so, something worth noting as well here is that o- O'Malley is is told that Stephen is dead. Um, everybody oh, yeah. is. Everybody is told that Stephen <laughs> is dead, and then like Stephen is like risen at some point i think i think that that's what i wrote i think steven steven is reborn i said yeah um yeah uh,
0: they lost him but they bring him back they
1: bring him back like the doctor comes out and he's like he's still alive and uh like they had declared him dead moments earlier um and then i don't know they get they get steven to kind of look like jesus for a little while in this movie uh, I, <laughs> uh,
0: that, the fucking coma beard yeah. that steven has in this movie <laughs> yeah it looks so fake the I the only way that that could have been explained is that, like when he wakes up he rips it off and it's a big gag. Like there's no other explanation for why they couldn't have made it look a little bit better. Yeah, it looks like something you buy at a Walmart, not even at like a genuine Halloween store. I think if you had gone to like an actual Halloween seasonal store, they would have better shit than Steven's wearing in this movie.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it, it's 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 actually one of my favorite parts of the whole
0: movie. Oh, easily. I was yeah. very upset when it, when he shapes it. Off. <laughs> yeah, it's, I was. Yeah. I really missed it.
1: Um, yeah, and so this this brings us. Uh, I, I think this brings us to the scene where Stephen wakes up from his coma. Mm-hmm. Which and is also, <laughs> another one of the absolute worst parts of this entire movie. Yeah,
0: it brings us to. It, it's it's like the. <sighs> <laughs> the the women in this movie are just so fucking horny for Steven Seagal, yeah. and I guess there's really only like two women in the entire movie. Yeah, so you know, make of that what you will. Yep. But well, hey, I think the that's, wife... that's
1: twice as many as as the last. Well, I, I suppose there were. I suppose, I suppose there was his mom in the last movie, so never mind. I guess there were no, a few and, more women in the last one. And, and his wife. And his wife. Um, um, right. Okay. They, yeah. Yeah. Never mind.
0: She's like barely a character. Neither. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody in this fucking movie is a character. Yeah. <laughs> but. We got, we got the two women, and they're both very horny for him. Uh, yeah. You have the nurse who's been taking care of him in this uh, hospital he's been moved to. He's listed as a John Doe, so nobody will know he's really Mason Storm. Mason Storm. Which is a very good Seagal name. Yeah, actually. Uh, uh, one of the few good things good about
1: one. this movie, Mason Storm, I think. Uh, great Steven Seagal name.
0: Yeah, it's a very good name. Um. And, and this nurse is uh, <laughs> or was uh Steven Seagal's real wife. Oh. Yeah, at the time. And, and I kind of could see some chemistry between them i mean steven seagal is not somebody who you would really ever put the word chemistry yeah by, unless you're but,
1: one of the guys on the forum i mean charismas
0: <laughs> well <laughs> i don't know what those people are on, but I, I i at least compared to above the law he's he certainly has more of like a realistic sort of relationship with uh the nurse in this, uh, Kelly LeBrock. I don't remember the character's name. Sure. But uh, certainly a more just believable kind of relationship than he's had with anybody, woman or man, or any character he speaks to (laughs) in either of these movies so far. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. Even though she's gross. uh Yeah. Um, And uh, it seems as though border
1: like bordering on uh committing crimes with Stephen oh, while he's oh. uh No, there's uh, no question. Yeah, absolutely committing crimes while Stephen is asleep. Um uh, there's a there's a real touching scene where she uh <laughs> li- lifts where she's talking about how Stephen has a lot to live for and then lifts his sheets up to take a look at his uh, um we're supposed to believe massive penis and say, "Yeah, you have a lot to live for." And it's.
0: She says, says, please wake up after she looks as dead. Yeah, it's. uh, Yeah. Uh That, uh, I mean, obviously, but like if a dude i mean that's a crime like that's a crime that is like an immediate like get out of my hospital what the fuck is wrong with you stop looking at this poor man he's been in a coma for seven years stop looking at his job she brings a cat she brings a kitten oh
1: god i forgot about this oh i must i've already blocked this
0: well i be unless unless the sole reason and i'm sure it was was that way they could make the joke why oh my god but she 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 comes up uh to Steven who's you know, in a coma and, and and she's like, I got a surprise for you. Do you want uh, I don't wanna <laughs> You you don't wanna say it, do you? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. But uh I'll I'll do it. I'll fall on the grenade. Yeah. She says You want some pussy?
1: Yeah. Do you want do you want a little pussy, my friend?
0: Do you want a little pussy? That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's enough. Yeah. Uh and she puts a kitten on his head. <laughs>
1: And then, it it is solely for the joke, because when she leaves, she takes the the cat with her.
0: Yeah, and just, like, puts it in her pocket or something, I guess. I I mean, who knows
1: where this cat came from. She's a
0: nurse on duty. Where does she she get a kitten? Where is she keeping it?
1: Yeah, is she going to do this for all of her coma patients? Uh,
0: Obviously not. (laughs) She's got got a routine where she goes and she sexually harasses the coma patient, John Doe. Yeah. And then she barely pays attention to anybody else there. (sighs) And, um basically Stephen gets sexually harassed and sexual harassment wakes him up. <laughs> he senses it like a spidey sense, yeah. and it's all he has to live for yeah so um and so oh, uh, Jesus uh,
1: Christ. so and so this is a little part of the movie that that i, I don't know maybe maybe you picked on something I, I didn't hear um that felt like very rushed to me um <clears throat> was that, like the whole thing is that Stephen Segal has been hidden uh he's a john doe in this hospital and he's not dead because nobody knows that he's there Uh, nobody knows that mason storm is is in this hospital and then he wakes up and he says to the 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 nurse lady um i'm gonna be dead and so are you within an hour if you don't get me (laughs) out of here (laughs) (laughs) and there is a part in which the in which the the lady says like uh Oh, you're going to be famous. Nobody's ever woken up from a coma like this. And, and like, you're going to be as if like, they're going to call the press, but he's like within the hour, we're all going to be dead. And, um, so I like, did I miss something here? Or did like, again, the spidey senses of the, of the mob, like, <laughs> they're like Steven's awake.
0: <laughs> well, she, she calls, uh, the number she has for O'Malley. Cause she's supposed to let him know when Steven wakes up, but O'Malley's mm-hmm. gone. So Dean Norris gets the phone call. And Dean Norris is crooked, so he lets everybody know. Okay. So that's how they find out Stephen's awake. But I don't... I also don't really... I mean, I guess Stephen doesn't know really what's going on and just has to assume that they're still after him after seven years, which they are. Um, But one thing that we kind of skipped over is the senator. Uh, He, at the very beginning, the guys on the dock, one of them is uh, Assemblyman Trent, who... Uh, is plotting the murder of a senator and then while steven's in a coma that senator gets murdered and assemblyman trent gets his senate seat so now he's senator trump right yeah yeah and, big and, stuff here. yeah <laughs> well it's it's like the that's like the plot of the movie yeah no no I mean, it, 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 for
1: this movie this this is this is this is the thing is the and, the senator is it's the senator versus steven
0: yeah, Stephen wants revenge for his family. The senator wants Stephen dead because he could prove that he was responsible for the other senator's death. And that's it. That's the movie. Um, yeah, <laughs>
1: Kelly, it, it really kind of <laughs> blows because, like, I mean, again, like, I, I'm just expecting too much from this movie. Like, I want too much mm-hmm. from it, and it, it, it's just like I don't like I, I don't fucking care about <laughs> Stephen and his family, like, because like Stephen doesn't care about his family all that much. Like he wakes up and just immediately he's been in a coma for seven years. He's like, he can like barely process his wife is dead for any amount of time before he is also dead for like a minute. And he wakes up. And he just immediately is like, yo, I'm going to bone the nurse here. And, well, and like, there's like, no, like I, like I don't feel any connection to like him and his wife or any kind of relationship that they had before. Cause like now it's all about him and the on-screen chemistry, that charisma with him and his real wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like, I don't know, man, and like I never thought that the kid was dead, so like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like none of this mattered. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I I, I have my suspicions, but yeah. I, I figured if he was dead, that's what I thought had happened. Yeah, but I I don't know. It certainly felt to me like they wanted there to be an emotional, you know, connection. They wanted you to really feel for Steven. Uh, it's just that they, you know, it's a bad movie, so they didn't do a good job. Yeah. But I mean, after he, after he fucks the nurse, he he does go to his dead wife's grave. He sure and, does. Yeah. And that's really it. That's the whole scene. He just goes there. Yeah.
1: Just kind of checks it out.
0: Uh, but we are getting ahead of ourselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, we sure are. Uh, it's hard not but, to.
0: Yeah, it's hard not to, especially when it's just such a nothing movie, and it's only gonna get worse. It's really just gonna get worse. Yeah. Uh, having anything to talk to about for some of these I just know it but hard to kill so far I mean at least it's a movie we did skip over my favorite character Mm. Danny the physical therapist oh yeah yeah Danny the physical therapist Danny the physical therapist is a great dude he really he just, is. He, come, he really is. He comes to help Steven Seagal, and he's like, hey, man, I'm going to take you down. I'm a physical therapist. I'm going to make you feel good. And Steven's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and uh, Danny's just like, yeah, man, we're gonna. it's going to be good. And <laughs> he's... Danny's giving Steven this massage and Steven's just like you gotta get me out of here thanks for the massage but you gotta get me out of here and Danny's just like hey man if you want we could get you some lemon chiffron pie I could hook you up with some pizza and Steven's just like they're gonna kill me and Danny just he's just taking it like a champ I'm sure he gets this all the time yeah I really liked him. I was very sad when he uh, gets shot by the man who comes to kill Steve. Yeah,
1: um, a very, very sad part of the uh, part of the movie is is the physical therapist getting shot.
0: I really um, liked him. Yeah, I, I, I just wonder how Steve's going to get his pizza. Yeah, um,
1: and so that sets into the into motion the the whole uh, hospital uh, chase. Yeah, with Steve on the gurney and he's
0: using a broomstick to like ski himself around while he's still laying on the gurney. Yeah. It's like the Scooby-Doo shit where he'll go to a floor (laughs) and the guy who's chasing him like catches him on the floor and Steven shuts the elevator just in time. Yeah. And they just do it again on a different floor of the hospital. Yeah.
1: a thing that happens several times in that scene. Yeah. An elevator door stopping or closing before somebody can stop it.
0: I, I like genuinely don't know if it was intentional or not, but I did enjoy that scene. Uh, probably, I mean relative, yeah, I know yeah. being relative it wasn 't there 's not a moment in this movie that I would compare to really either of the car sequences and above the law, which I did like, yeah, but relative i this like hospital chase I enjoyed enough, uh because it was really goofy, and i I just don 't know if it was intentional or not there the the like humor of him skating him around on that gurney. I feel like it had to have been somewhat because that's so obviously stupid and silly.
1: <laughs> that's the thing, man, is, like, I guess it just depends on how much of a say that Steven has in what goes on in this movie. Because if, if that's if that's Steven's idea or if Steven's, like, pulling any strings on that, I genuinely don't think he would have anywhere near enough self-awareness.
0: Oh, I, I don't think so. I don't believe he has a sense of humor. I'm not sure if he's ever laughed. Yeah. I, uh, I I think, I'm pretty sure, that he he did not have nearly as much say on this as he wanted to have. Okay. Uh, he I know that he's talked a lot of shit about the director. Uh, I know that he had a lot of issues, I think, with the final edit. There was a different ending originally where he does kill the senator. Oh, shit. And I don't know enough about really why that got changed, but I am under the impression he didn't have as much say as he wanted. And... It's very possible that, you know, this dude may have had uh, enough uh, self-awareness to where the, these very funny, bizarre, stupid moments are intentionally stupid and funny. Um, this Bruce Malmuth, it's the director's name. I just, he means nothing to me, <laughs> but not, a, not in a mean way. Sure, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's some shit in here. She, uh, but Kelly LeBrock, you know, finds out this guy is after Steven and she's in love with him and is allegedly masked penis. So she, you know, helps get him out of there. And while she's pushing him in this gurney out, she's smashing into all this shit. <laughs> and that, that's moments like that where I'm just like, is this supposed to be Looney Tunes? Because it's just a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I
1: yeah, if it's if it's our if it's if our boy Malmuth is is calling the shots here, <laughs> then maybe I I'm a, I'm going to hold out hope. And the fact that there's like an alternate ending that Stevens mad about where like he does kill the senator makes me think that Mr. Malmuth watched this movie and was like, "Oh my god, Steven Seagal's a fucking psychopath." Um I I need to like we 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 need to like get this to be goofier or we need to like not let him brutally murder the senator at the end of the movie and uh, so I don't know i'm I'm gonna hold out hope that maybe this that scene was meant to be as goofy as it was
0: i mean there's there's no doubt in my mind the people that that say this is one of his better movies that like this movie like it because it's goofy and stupid and to them fun mm-hmm. and that's fine, yeah, genuinely good for them, yeah i Unironically, wish I had enjoyed this movie. Uh, Cuz I mean, why? Why wouldn't I? Why would I not want to enjoy this movie that I watched for an hour and a half? Yeah. Uh, but it's so hard for me to like because I mean, you and I both. I mean, you know, I, I love goofy, stupid action movie shit. Oh yeah. So so there's th- but there's this fine line where it's like probably because of Steven, I, I don't know if it is supposed to be. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know why it, sometimes it doesn't matter if it's intentional or not. You know, sometimes it does. With Stephen, it's just like he. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I even said anything that made sense. It's just. It's just. I mean, it's obviously it's pointless to try and make sense of any of this stuff that my man's doing. And I hope that eventually, pretty soon, we will stop trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it will drive us insane.
1: Yeah, I think that this is almost going to be these first few movies are at this point feeling almost harder than the, the direct to DVD era. Uh, in that like, maybe a direct to DVD, we're just going to kind of give in and the movie is going to become something different than a, than a movie that we try to watch. Like it's a real movie. And so like, like these first couple of movies are, you know, there are like other people besides Steven Seagal involved. And like some, you know, there might've been some people in this movie that were like really giving it a go. You know, uh, that really, really wanted to see themselves in a good action movie here with Steven Seagal.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and I'm sure that like, uh, Bruce Malmuth, who I don't even know if I'm getting his name right, pronouncing it right. I mean, yeah. uh, he, you know, could have just been like, I want to make a fun, goofy, stupid action movie and just made the mistake of casting Steven Seagal, who I guess just sucks fun and joy from things. Like, I, I wonder if you had this exact same movie. With just somebody else, yeah, like anybody else, yeah, you know, plugged in like fucking like a, a Schwarzenegger for sure, yeah, um
1: well that that's a when, man who does like the opposite of like sucking fun from things, and yeah and, and, and I don't know like I, there's something to be said for that it's it's like if you can have like Arnold Schwarzenegger and and just have like pretty much anything he is on screen doing just be like a little bit uh, or or somewhere between like a little bit and like way more fun than it otherwise would be. There has to be like an equal opposite to that. And like Steven Seagal, I think is, is, it's going to have to be that like (laughs)
0: there there's, there's like a degree of just fun where, again, if we're talking about Schwarzenegger, I mean, he's having fun. And and you know he has a sense of humor. He's done comedies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did a movie where he's fucking pregnant. Yeah. Like, there's not any question that he's down to get goofy and he's down to get weird. And, and he's also, I mean, he's just like an actor. And I just feel like if you had the exact same movie with somebody like, again, Schwarzenegger, just anybody who put any sort of emotion, put any element of fun into it. But Seagal treats this, you know, stupid action movie with like the attempted gravitas of like a Shakespeare play. Like he's about to just do a bunch of fucking monologues in Old English, and instead he's saying shit, shit like the blood bank line. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you write it down in
1: full? Did, did you? Uh, uh, oh, of course. Yeah, because because yeah. I, I think we had read it on. I think that the yeah. Steven Seagal like Rotten Tomato or IMDb page with like uh you know the bi- the biggest the best Steven Seagal quotes. So I wrote down you know the blood bank and three exclamation points when it <laughs> happened. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and read it to us here.
0: Well, or give us give
1: up. us some context. Oh, uh, I suppose I yeah. suppose there's a little ways to go before we get to that. Well, let's just get into. Let's it. Let's just I mean, do fuck it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, this, this, like the middle of this movie doesn't matter.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, n- none of this movie matters. Yeah. <laughs> but uh he 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 has like some sort of brain blast moment where every th- like all these different audio clips from the movie are playing in his head and he realizes that um Senator Trent who he's heard on TV is the guy from the beginning of the movie that he taped on the docks and connects Senator Trent to the the hit on his family and uh Senator Trent's like catchphrase slogan whatever is you can take that to the bank yep and so Steven says I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent, to the blood bank, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's great it's a it's a good line it's a good it's a good moment in this movie yeah i mean not even not even Stephen could suck the enjoyment out of a line like that, yeah. Um,
1: and I believe I think I wrote down here that there was like a uh, like a sick guitar lick underneath of it after he he said it.
0: There's <laughs> like a nice. I'm good, sure that there's yeah. there's a lot of sick guitar licks throughout this whole movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a lot of uh, yeah.
0: It's pretty great. Yeah, but I mean, the, the middle of this whole movie is basically he's hiding out at a not Kelly LeBrock's house, but and I wrote down the specific uh, excuse she gives for why they're able to hide out at a house that nobody can find. Which is, she's house-sitting for a doctor friend of her parents, and he's in China for six months. Right. Yeah, which, I mean, I get it. They didn't, you know, they needed a reason why they weren't immediately able to find her house, (laughs) but, like, Jesus, guys. (laughs) Uh, And Stephen's, like, on TV, uh, people, you know, he's called the coma cop. Uh, from when they broke into his house and they planted that cocaine and now he's a wanted criminal. I, I guess, I don't know if he's like, if he, I, the thing for me is I don't know why he's so wanted by the police. I mean, I get why he's so wanted by the crooked police, but like what the on the surface reason is because it's not like there's a crime that he's necessarily accused of in the movie. It's just that supposedly he got shot and had cocaine in his house. Yeah. But he's like public enemy number one, all the cops are after him, which begged the question, and I did not have it answer and it was a question I had through like a lot of the movie is every single cop in this movie crooked <laughs> i yeah it's
1: like it's like damn near it, man um, I mean
0: they're good cops show up at the end,
1: sure yeah but uh, but even then like <laughs> are they are they good because like the tape has been revealed and like they're they're saving themselves. Like, would these have been cops that would have tried to kill Stephen ten minutes earlier in the movie?
0: um I I I don't know I I gotta tell you man I hated this fucking movie I hated this fucking movie so much that I I was like heartbroken because again as I've said so many times I did think it would be better than above the law but not only that it was just like I hated it so much that the more I, I started to hate it the more it just depressed me because I knew I had to watch so many more Steven Seagal movies yeah but I hated this fucking movie. I just hated it. Yeah.
1: I, um, You know, like I thought above the law was pretty rough. Um, I did not enjoy above the law at all, but I'd, I'd take above the law over this mm-hmm. any day of the week.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is, it's, it's weird because this movie is like, has more of a quote-unquote plot. I mean, they're like the exact same plot, but at least you can follow this one more or less. Uh Uh, But at the same time, Above the Law felt like more of a genuine movie to me. Yeah. Neither one is very much of a movie, but they're at least both like movies, I guess. Although it's really pushing it with this one. I really didn't like it. Yeah. Uh (laughs)
1: Um, I will say uh, that the the steven seagal training montage in this movie or the training sequences that he's involved in Mm -hmm. were pretty good um in terms of being really goofy um because we got a fair amount of stevens running and we did get some steven running and anytime he runs makes it a little better
0: (laughs) i couldn't tell if he was like supposed to be like getting back into it so some of the training sequences were supposed to look like he was like really being really shitty at it <laughs> yeah or if it was just how goofy he looks i really couldn't tell because even in the second training montage it just looked the same way it wasn't really like he had visibly improved yeah um uh, it, but yeah he yeah well we get to i
1: we get to i i think like the third uh gross scene in this movie um and but it starts yeah. with steven's just in his his fucking room or A place where he's been training or what? it's some sort of weird
0: makeshift dojo yeah that i guess he like turned some part of this guy's house into a dojo or this guy already had a dojo potentially i mean sure he certainly could have but i kind of feel like maybe steven just converted this dude's house into a dojo yeah but he's yeah he's in there like meditating
1: yeah well and then he's just he starts flailing his arms around and doing these like karate chop things or something and uh he, these flail, and like granted, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a master of any of the martial arts that Steven Seagal claims to be a master of. So, uh, I am certainly no one to judge his form or technique. But I, 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 don't know, man. This is a very clunky and goofy looking uh, thing that he was doing. But it, it just, it became a lot goofier to me. I wouldn't harp on this if it weren't for the fact that um, his, his uh, IRL wife comes down the stairs and sees him doing it and is like head over heels for it. She like sees him doing it. and is like, Oh my God, he's getting well, so good at it. <laughs> and
0: then- are you talking about like, I just want to make sure we're talking specifically about this second sex scene. Yes. Yeah okay, so it's not like she just catches him doing it, and it's so much that it overpowers her. <laughs> she 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 walks in there knowing that she is about to fuck Steven Seagal. Right. She's wearing like a, a sexy dress, yeah. and she's wearing uh, or she's carrying a flower, right? Which is an interesting choice, yeah. Like she, you know, went in there like I know it'll seduce him. This flower. Yeah.
1: Steven's a um, softy at heart, man.
0: Yeah, but it, and it, it is. Uh, I mean, it's gross. It's a sex scene with Steven Seagal. Of course, it's nasty. I think because the one at the beginning was longer and more detailed and just grosser, that this one wasn't as upsetting. Yeah. The thing that I just couldn't get over is that they're just going at it on the floor of his fucking stinky, sweaty dojo. <laughs> I was just like, just go in, go in the house, go outside, just leave the stinky training room. Yeah. Now it's not the time or place. Uh, but I do have literally written in one of my notes. It's relatively short, thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I uh, couldn't put it any better. It's relatively short, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Um. I don't know if there's too mm-hmm. much else like that, like actually covered in this movie. Right? He just he just goes. And he kills a bunch of people. And
0: yeah, there's there's a there's a couple things that I just wanted to to point out. Oh yeah, because bring he up he does
1: reunite with his son at one point. So that's. Mm -hmm. that's that's probably worth talking about too i mean
0: like things happen you know i mean like 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 there's uh moving images that give the illusion of actual movement you know uh the movies at 24 frames per second there are plenty of things you could say about it but uh one thing that really stood out to me what actually wait before okay before i get into this very bizarre little moment uh, there's a scene where the nurse goes to see one of her coworkers at her house. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what I interpreted happened in the you know in the story of the movie. What I interpreted happened with that nurse friend. And I want to I want you to let me know if you also reached the same conclusion. If you disagree <laughs> with anything or if anything is new to you. Yeah. But I'm under the impression that her coworker was strangled and left at Kelly LeBrock's actual house where she lives so that Kelly LeBrock was framed for strangling her coworker um yeah does that yeah. is that what you were also I, yeah i think that that's you what were under the impression happened yeah
1: i think that that's what i came to as well it's like i don't know man <laughs>
0: yeah cuz I mean, it, it doesn't really make any sense. One of her neighbors, uh, you know, one of the coworkers' neighbors comes out and is like, "You didn't hear? She was strangled. You look like the lady on the news whose house they found her at." And I was like, "Huh, that's a lot of seemingly important information to just have this one character, you know, yeah, like it, half audibly scream as she runs away."
1: Yeah, it's all—it's all—it's all like very confusing. Like she's like she's knocking on the door, and, and like I—I I don't know. This dude just comes out and like. <laughs> Well, and this this incites like a chase and stuff because of like they're watching mm-hmm. her outside of the, the the hotel or, or or the apartment complex or whatever it is that they're at and they're like, yeah, I don't know, like and, and I'm just like I'm kind of confused by it because <laughs> it's all just yeah. it's all just so fast it they, they just throw a lot of shit at you right there and you're like Wait, what the fuck's going on, so
0: yeah and one of the things because I, I earlier i mean so much in this i've talked about how there's just a lot of weird bizarre shit that is in this movie yeah. for no reason and the one that stood out the most to me of the entire movie is after kelly obrock runs away after finding this out and she's driving away and then she's being followed and the two cars drive past a milkman <laughs> uh do you know what i'm talking about
1: i don't even know if i remember this milkman to be honest
0: <laughs> Okay, no, that's that's I'm, I'm about to get very worked up because that's fine because it's not relevant at all. But it's like a legitimate moment in the movie. The milkman walks past to his car, and then you hear a lady yell, "Hey, you forgot my buttermilk!" Shit, and and the scene's over. But it's such like uh, that we're holding on the milkman, watching him go to the car. We hear this lady yell, "I thought Stephen was in disguise as a milkman or something." It's it. It's yeah. There's no reason for you to remember it, but it's just like weird pause again. I guess for comedy. But out of everything in this movie, that was the thing that stood out to me is the most bizarre. <laughs> it was just this moment where the milkman forgot this old lady's buttermilk.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. It, it, this is a movie of um, nonsense of nonsense of, pl- of plenty of good and bizarre uh, moments, and um, and by good I mean. Pretty, pretty bad, pretty, uh, pretty unenjoyable. Um, (laughs) and, and so, and and it's stuff like that where it's like, I don't know, maybe it's meant to be funny, but it's like the the whole thing's like just paced really weirdly, like, Mm -hmm. like to where, like, it's all very unclear, like what it's supposed to be indicating to you, I guess. Um.
0: If there was just any sense that Steven was having fun, I think that that might just change it. Yeah. But I don't think the man has ever laughed. I don't know if he's ever had fun. I can't imagine Uh, him having fun. (laughs) I can't imagine him on a go-kart. Oh, Jesus, Um, no. (laughs) Imagine Steven's Seagal on a lazy river. (laughs) Uh, Uh, But, yeah, I mean, like, they, they find Steven at this house that Kelly LeBrock's babysitting for for a doctor friend of her parents while he's in China for 6 months and just decimate the house. Steven breaks a dude's arm as he does. Uh, yeah, and it's gross. Yeah. Um he he gets he finds O'Malley in a way that was kind of confusing to me. But they keep saying uh, this old lady Kelly LeBrock speaks to apparently was his mother, and that's kind of supposed to explain how they found him, although it really doesn't. She just, like, talks to this old lady, and then O'Malley gets in contact with them. And then throughout the rest of the movie, they keep being like, the old lady was his mother. (laughs) Like, uh, looking right at the camera or some shit. I don't know. I It's... Well, that's uh, that's something I hope
1: we get. I hope I hope at some point during this journey we get we get somebody looking directly at the camera to to <laughs> teach us a lesson.
0: Yeah, or to explain some sort of exposition. I don't know. It, and O'Malley adopted Stephen's son and faked. It. He made this four year old boy fake his own death. They had a funeral for him and everything. Uh, it's pretty dark. Yeah. Uh, and Stephen, but the kid's alive and and it's great and. You know, I mean, what's what's even the point? <laughs> yeah, it's even the point, Steve. I uh, when Stephen finally goes to the senator's mansion to kill him, he stabs a dude in the neck with a uh, broken pool cue, and it's pretty gross. Yeah, pretty brutal. Um, he's taunting these dudes like we've already talked about. Is there anything you really want to get into on hard to kill? I don't know. I, it's it's
1: all uh, it's all a blur there at the end. He like he steals some guy's car. And uh, recklessly endangers yeah. the life of uh, of of the lady, um, of of his wife.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, yeah, he steals he steals this like uh, he he looks like the fucking like Texas character from the Simpsons. Yeah, and he yells, uh, "Hey, you can't do that in Dallas."
1: Right. Uh, I mean, I, su- yeah. I suppose <laughs> you can't do that
0: anywhere. Um, <laughs> nah, but you definitely wouldn't yeah. get away. With oh that man! Dallas, if you did that in Dallas, it's over. Maybe in liberal los angeles but (laughs) yeah maybe in
1: austin you could get away with that but in dallas (laughs) you've got to be kidding me um yeah and so oh uh,
0: but we i i I did we did skip over uh the chinatown fight where his son uh gets chased into chinatown and steven follows him and he gets in a fight and smashes up that dude's uh stand yeah but he also does his signature move you know you know, I'm about? you know what i'm talking about
1: steven's signature move
0: yeah bro he snaps this dude's neck with a single arm he gets him in a headlock and snaps this dude's neck exactly like he did in above the law right in front of his son uh, i think
1: again it's just like these things are i think i think that like my mind like works to block them as, as soon as i hey, see it's them all good. it's I like my mind like doesn't want to like deal with the trauma of watching Steven Seagal st- snap people's necks with one arm.
0: Um, well, I'll make a prediction. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. We're going to see our it. next movie. Yeah. Our next movie is marked for death. Yeah. And I predict, um, I'm going to predict three things. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to put them in the, uh, what you would call it? The Google drive. So that way I have a, a record. My predictions. Yeah. He's gonna be a cop. Yeah. He's gonna snap someone's neck with one arm. Sure. And a lady he's involved with is gonna die.
1: I don't know, man. These are bold. This will be a bit of a step out of Steven's comfort zone here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Technically, no lady he was involved with died in above the law. That's true. That's your that's your riskiest one, I would say. It is actually. I It's the only one I'm not a hundred percent on. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would put money on the cop and snap someone's neck with one arm. Yeah. Uh, if I had any, but yeah, these are trying times. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, man. Beyond that, is there really anything else you want to really dig into with? Um, hard to kill. Hard to kill. <laughs> um. Hard to kill more like hard to thrill. Cause it, <laughs> didn't thrill me Mm -mm. um that's my new uh thing yeah
1: um i'd i'd (laughs) say um you know positives about the movie we should say a few um uh, we should we should list ours the blood bank pretty Mm -hmm. good some inherent goofiness pretty good yeah steven seagal blood bank steven seagal is objectively hard to kill in the movie. Um, yeah
0: that's true they shoot him so much yeah they
1: shoot him right in the chest uh, with a they shotgun so much. At, cl- at very close range yeah. <laughs> and uh he dies then comes back into a coma
0: so far maybe this would be a fun thing to keep track of so far the title 100 percent correct <laughs> yeah both this and above the law
1: yeah we're two for two on the title indicating what yeah. was going to happen in the movie
0: the next one's called Marked for Death. So I got I to gotta just another prediction that that's going to be pretty accurate. Yeah, you know what? Here, It'd be pretty <laughs> surprising if uh, the movie goes through and Steven's never marked for death once. Yeah, you
1: know what? Here, here's what I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say, I, you know, we, obviously we haven't seen Marked to Death. What reason would we have to have seen Marked for Death? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say that not only is Steven going to be uh, a cop, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wager that there might be some corrupt cops. That uh, oh. that he might have some dirt on that are maybe gonna mark him for death in that movie.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: I don't. Uh, I don't make predictions often. I'm not a betting man. But I'm a gambling addict. Yeah. So. Um,
0: <laughs> it's all right. I'm putting that down. Yeah, we gotta put
1: that one the, into the end of the drive.
0: All right. So we got corrupt cops. Okay. So that's it. That's hard to kill done it's over i never have to think about it again <laughs> yeah um cool
1: now granted I, I, I will say to the folks we have a we have a running tally here on steven's motherfucker count um mm-hmm. uh, i will say that sometimes it's very likely i'm gonna miss one or two of them um just because steven grinds down your <laughs> your concentration after a while uh you might miss something but i i i only caught one in this
0: movie interesting yeah I know he says one um, in like the beginning. Yeah, when they come in to kill his family, is that the one? That, that was the had? one I had. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. He does say very interesting. He, he
1: does say something. He he almost calls somebody a motherfucker later in the movie when he stabs the guy in the neck with a pool cue. He he says like "fuck you" and die.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> another classic action <laughs> hero line.
1: Yeah, that was the thing that happened a lot in this movie. Is people would kind of like pop out of places and say "die." Um <laughs>
0: God, this <movie> blows, <laughs> yeah, it's, dude. It's not good uh
1: the senator did that. The senator was in a closet, and Stephen found him, and he was like die and and, yeah, and stephen uh that. Stephen put a shotgun uh barrel directly into his mouth, and uh that was a pretty gross scene too, because there was blood all around the guy's lips. <laughs>
0: yeah. It looks like he just ate a big pie. <laughs> yeah.
1: It looks like he just finished like a cherry pie eating contest or something. Yeah,
0: which is pretty wild. I mean, like I don't know. I I've never shoved a shotgun into anyone's mouth, so I don't know yeah. exactly what would happen. But I can't really figure out any sort of like reason why his mouth would just be smeared with blood in like a perfect circle around yeah. it, like
1: that. Perhaps this man had exceedingly chapped lips,
0: uh. um, and and they all
1: just crackled uh, all around him as he mm-hmm. uh, had to open his mouth that wide. Um,
0: yeah. The heat of the uh, shotgun. <laughs> does does Stephen fire the shotgun? Does that get fired? Um,
1: I'm sure it I does. I'm sure it he shoots somebody it does, with it. It
0: doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> sure. All right. You want to go ahead and get into sentencing? Yeah, let's sentence for hard to kill. Um, All right, what you got?
1: So I guess last week I sentenced without a lot of foresight, and I think that <laughs> I think that today was such a defeating feeling watching this movie that i feel like i actually am going to sentence him a little bit more kindly um than i did uh you know relative uh, a bit mm-hmm. more kindly than i did last week because i know that this isn't even scratching the surface of how bad these movies are going to get um and i'm gonna
0: gonna cry i'm just gonna start shedding tears here
1: so i'm gonna give him i'm gonna give him a solid eighter on this one i'm gonna give him eight years really
0: you're gonna go less than above the
1: well technically it was a five and five last time he could have gotten out on good behavior which he probably wouldn't have but he had the opportunity Uh, he has to serve a solid eight years no matter what
0: so last uh last week uh, for Above the Law, Dylan gave him 10 years with chance of parole after 5, and I gave him 5 years, and we're ignoring the parole in terms of total. So his total, as of last week, was life plus 15 years. Yeah. And so you're going 8 years? I'm going 8. All right. I'm going 10. Yeah. I'm going to say solid 10. I gave Above the Law 5, and I would say that this is probably... Twice as bad. <laughs> I don't know. Again, as we go f- further through this, I might end up just being like, uh, "I would, you know, give me hard to kill." But I'm gonna go ten years. I think that is what I think it's what he deserves. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe at some point after thirty movies <laughs> or so, we can uh, <laughs> we can look back and we can resentence once if we want to. um But right now, I feel about as good about these two picks as I as I can. Um, yeah yeah this is uh this was a defeating feeling watching this movie today
0: Um, yeah yeah so right now steven seagal we have him at life plus 33 years nice nice deserved and it's two movies (laughs) it's two movies (laughs) how are you feeling about uh just the whole thing that we have set out to do two weeks in barely scratching the surface um how are you feeling?
1: I, I think it feels less real than last week. Like, I think that, um, like, I, I might not just, I, I think I'm not letting myself feel the magnitude of, of this, of the, the weight of this decision. Um, yeah. Because even just now when I said, like, oh, maybe after 30 movies, and that feels like an impossibly long time. Um, it,
0: I mean, <laughs> it it is wild to think. We have watched two. Yeah. And we had fifty five, so we still have fifty three left, and that is counting the Saturday Night Live episode and the Roseanne episode as one. Yeah,
1: um, but which will I, I? hope will just sort of be like breaks in all of this.
0: Those are the things. I just that keep I have to going. imagine. I just have to imagine it is, uh, but who knows? Maybe marks for Death. <laughs> you know, you never know. Maybe. At this point, I'll I'll take what I can get. Yeah. And
1: who knows? Maybe Under Siege actually will be good. Um, mm-hmm. There is like I mean, there know. is like a reputation for that movie, <laughs> uh, being kind of alright. So um, again, there's like real actors in that movie. That's a, like that's like a big thing for me. It's like if they're, but then again, they weren't above the law too. Um, yeah,
0: and technically here, um, in some smaller roles, but uh, William Sadler, who played the senator, he's an actor. Yeah, I mean he's he's a he's a dude. I just know him from bill and ted more or less yeah. but i do know that he is a real actor yeah um and uh dean norris we get a little bit of oh, yeah think, from breaking yeah. bad fuck i mean he's not exactly like a huge yeah dude i i not exactly somebody that i get like excited when <laughs> i see him on <laughs> oh, screen oh shit it's dean norris but there there was a little bit of just like okay i know that i i know that i like this dude and i think he's a good actor yeah and and it made me feel a little safe when i saw him. He's barely in the movie, so it was all for naught, but yeah. there's a, a little bit. Yeah. Um
1: all but yeah, Under Siege what we what, we get like Tommy Lee Jones in that one. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, he's pretty good, though. That, you know, he, <laughs> yeah. he's an actor. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, Under Siege. I mean, I, we're for we've got still some some real movies. We're still we got a couple weeks. Yeah a good couple of weeks left before we start getting into some, uh, dark territory. Yeah, there's a, and that's a pun. Yeah. Cause that's the subtitle for under siege Two.
1: Ah, well that's, uh, and that's what I was going to ask was, um, is, is there a cutoff point to where like, we know this is when it gets bad, but I actually don't want to ask that. I, I think that that's something that we'll get to decide for ourselves is like, when does the, the cliff happen?
0: Bro, If you, I, I would say the cliff happens uh, after above the law. <laughs> But we'll see. I think that that makes I'll
1: I think see. that means you're just naive to just how bad this cliff is going to be. <laughs> no, I don't
0: I I don't know. I don't know. I really did, really did not like to Kill <laughs> I I I would say if there was any anything of worth in that movie it would be like the single blood bank line, Steven's beard, that weird fucking scene with the milkman because I just cannot get over that. I'm like obsessed with that scene. Yeah. And that's it, I think I think that would be it And that's uh, a wild amount of things to pick out Of, you know, 90 minutes of your life And be like, this is What made it, like, worth spending I guess Uh, Lord Lord have mercy Lord have mercy on us all I think that should be our sign (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Uh,
1: Yeah, this has been Stephen Destroy And Lord have mercy on us all
0: (laughs) Yeah I think it's good. You got anything else you want to add uh, or you want to be able to stop thinking about Steven Seagal for the next six days? Uh,
1: God forgive me.
0: All right. Thanks again for listening to Steven destroy. I am James.
1: I'm Dylan. That's your, no. Yeah. Glad you picked up. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a real softball. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Uh, what was the actual, <laughs> what was the actual one that we had last week? Thanks for listening, motherfuckers. <laughs> Thanks for li- yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hold on, let me get into the Stephen. Uh, let me get into the Zen mode here. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Thanks for listening, motherfuckers. <clears throat>
0: that was not a good. Stephen. Yeah, it was very bad. Well, we'll see. We'll work on yeah. it. We got plenty of time. Yeah.
1: Why don't you go ahead and sign us off?
0: <laughs> no, that was not. okay. I still like okay. It. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm hitting it. All right, hit it. Why don't you take your lively, chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? Wait! Stop the podcast! Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to just leave you out there on that.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that one bit. Uh, I expected a laugh or something. <laughs> no, no absolute dead didn't. silence. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, uh, but go we're ahead, still,
0: <clears throat> We're still new. To this, yeah. you know? I'm sure uh, you couldn't tell. This world of um, talking to each other. Yeah. So we forgot to do our classic award-winning segment, uh, the IMDb trivia. The thing is, is that there's no good trivia for Hard to Kill, and that's more or less why we forgot. But last week, when we realized that the IMDb trivia is completely unreliable, because... Anybody can put anything on there. We tested that theory by putting a little bit of trivia uh, on Above the Law. The trivia fact was, Steven Seagal actually did ruthlessly break Henry Silva's arm in the climactic battle. There's a picture of the two getting a beer immediately after the shoot before Silva got medical attention. This was approved by IMDB in about the 15 minutes it took me to drive home, uh, and then is still there a week later. Nobody is touch it nobody has marked it interesting
1: which which i i, I think yeah. if if anything false as it may be
0: it, it would it, i mean i think that's objectively interesting it's very interesting but i have to imagine it's because nobody's looking at the IMDb <laughs> trivia of above the law that frequently sure well
1: uh, i think that this um has to open up um uh, uh an avenue for us this is a lane for us to make our mark in the steven seagal uh <laughs> filmography in the canon here Um, Mm -hmm. which I think we got, we got to add some trivia for, for, uh, this movie today as well.
0: For sure. So I'm in the process of pulling that up now. All right. One thing that I just want to point out when you go into like the IDB to add a piece of trivia, it says your trivia should be interesting to you and at least one other person. (laughs) So like, no matter what we're golden here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) all right what are you thinking what do you think's our uh trivia about hard to kill
1: um so uh steven seagal and uh, you mentioned it was his then wife right so they got divorced mm-hmm. okay yeah um i, I think that we Kelly should say LeBrock. i think that we should say that after having seen the final cut of this movie uh steven seagal's wife um uh <laughs> divorced him immediately after having seen this movie. okay <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was the downfall of his marriage in action. This is this is a man truly putting himself into his art.
0: After seeing the final cut of the film, Kelly LeBrock filed for divorce from Steven Seagal immediately. <laughs> One thing that I just want to I want to take a little peek at real quick, just out of my own curiosity. Uh, Hard to Kill did come out. In 1990, um, and it looks like Kelly O'Brock and Steven Seagal split up in 1996. <laughs> I mean, again, whatever he gives us. And I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think this is actually good because it really shows that this is like pretty immediately provably false. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that this makes uh, it that much better.
0: Yeah, it's a much better test to see what IMDb will and won't let us get away with. Absolutely. All right, I have submitted my trivia.
1: Well, there, there we have it. Uh, Steve
0: heads. Well, no, <laughs> no, the Steve heads are the bad guys. We gotta find a different name. <laughs> yeah, we do. Don't the Steve heads are the enemy. Yeah, it's us versus the Steve heads. Yeah, uh, we'll work on that. Yeah, the Stephen Destroyers. <laughs> yeah all right you want to take us out this time for real this is the big one (sighs) yeah this is the big one um really harness that you know inner steven yeah but not in like a a bad way
1: (laughs) yeah no it's good that um like it's embarrassing enough that i'm gonna put myself to uh technically impersonating steven at the end of each episode saying uh what do i say again thanks motherfuckers
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening motherfuckers Thanks for listening
1: motherfuckers yeah yeah it's 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 good that like i'm never gonna get better at this voice (laughs)
0: but <laughs> well, you don't know that. <laughs> that's you true. You think after doing this 50 plus times, you're not gonna get a little better? <laughs>
1: for for sure. But what I will wager uh, is that those are gonna be the only 50 times I do it, um, and there's gonna be at least seven days apart uh, between each time. So I don't know yes, if th- I don't know if there's gonna be any actual improvement that gets done here. But uh, I was gonna say this has to already be my favorite episode because I get to do this twice now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah uh, thanks thanks for uh, tuning in everybody uh <laughs> and uh, uh, thanks for listening motherfuckers
0: that was better hey thanks
1: why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car i starting to
0: get scared i'm starting to get scared
1: I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday.